you are listening to Pharmacy IT and Me, your informatics pharmacist podcast. Welcome to another episode of Pharmacy IT and Me. And as with every episode, we start off this one stating that the intended audience is everybody. And today we'll be speaking with our special guest, Dr. Dalton Fabian, on what his role is in the pharmacy technology and informatics world. So thank you so much for taking some time to be on the podcast, Dalton. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me, Tony. Yeah, of course. Of course. So for our listeners to know a little bit more about you, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Definitely. So I grew up in the suburbs of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And then moved to Iowa to go to pharmacy school, did my pre-pharmacy and pharmacy at Drake University. Graduated last year, so May 2018. And then in addition to my full-time position that we'll uh, get to a little bit later, I also do a weekend rotation schedule at a local methadone clinic, which is kind of a, a neat opportunity to interact with patients. And then I'm also married to my wonderful wife, Elizabeth, and we'll be celebrating our two-year anniversary in just under one month. And then lastly, I'm a big fan of running. I've run nine half marathons. I can't say I'm exactly the the fastest, but uh, running is definitely um, some good stress relief. Wow. I I respect you for that because I cannot run that much. So, (laughs) um, and congratulations too on uh, on the two years. Thank you. So, can you tell us a little bit more about what you're currently doing now, like your primary, uh, primary job, I guess? Sure. So I work at a digital health company in West Des Moines, Iowa called My Diabetes Home. And so our, our main platform that we offer is an online diabetes management platform for patients. And so patients can log their blood sugars, medication, lab values, A1Cs, things like that to have all of their health data in one place. So it's definitely a, a unique platform for patients. And then last September, we actually launched a portal for healthcare professionals to have access to uh, the data that the patient puts in to their My Diabetes Home, with permission, of course. So they, the patient has to accept a request from the healthcare professional. And so they can see real-time data like blood sugars. So a lot of the people that use this platform from a professional side, they can check their My Diabetes Home for Professionals and see patients' blood sugars for the last up to 90 days, or they can even put in a custom date range. And so they have an idea of the patient's blood sugars before they even are talking to the patient. So they can kind of come up with some recommendations before they have even called the patient. You know, sometimes you call the patients and you have to run through, oh, what have your blood sugars been for the last seven days? But with this new platform, the pharmacist can have access to all of that in real time. And then we also, kind of a unique platform, we also have a patient recruitment platform. So this platform helps qualify patients for clinical research. So a lot of times when a research center gets patient leads, they um, patients are just filling out, filling out a form on the internet and they're getting the contact information for the patient without any health data along with it. So this platform packages the patient's contact information along with uh, different lab values that can help a research center 
to better qualify patients or have better qualified leads. And so this is kind of unique because our the CEO of My Diabetes Home also runs a diabetes research center. So he's able to use this to get better qualified patients for his research studies. Wow. So what's really interesting is you are a pharmacist. That's your current role, right? Like a pharmacist at My Diabetes Home. And yeah. I'm, I'm kind of curious too, like what is your role in it at My Diabetes Home and kind of like what is your day-to-day? Sure. So we are a very small team at My Diabetes Home. So I have a lot of different responsibilities that kind of change day by day. So some of my main responsibilities are to write feature requirements. And so this is the process that we use to implement new features. So I will sit down and write what these new features uh, should do, how they should be designed. And then I work with our graphic designer and developers to make those requirements come to life, essentially. So a requirements document might look, um, it might have information on what the feature should do, a general idea of what it will look like, and then I'll walk through that process with the developers as they're developing it and designing it and making sure that um, we're staying true to those documents. And then I will also help our CEO uh, make presentations that he gives at professional conferences that he attends. I really take on anything pharmacy related since I'm the only team member besides the CEO that has a healthcare background. So it's kind of a, a unique opportunity for me in that in that way. And then kind of one of the cool, one of my favorite parts of the job is I get to work with a health tech company based in San Francisco that lets patients connect their uh, activity trackers and EMR records with our platform so everything can be pulled into one single location so they can track their activity in our platform as well as pull labs from the local health systems EMR into the platform. Wow, that's really cool. So like on your on your LinkedIn profile, I noticed that you had a you have a minor in data analytics and I was curious about how that kind of plays into what you're doing today. Yeah. So actually while I was in pharmacy school, Drake University started a major and minor in data analytics. And so I had always been interested in programming and the idea of data analytics. And so I had really been wanting to find a way to combine pharmacy and programming. So it kind of felt like a a good skill combo to have for a career. And luckily enough, I had enough open electives that I could take uh, these classes for the data analytics minor. Um, And by that time, I knew what informatics was. And so I was kind of leaning towards pursuing that for a career. So I thought that this would be uh, the data analytics minor would be a good way to help prepare me for a post-graduation job and career in informatics. And so a couple of the classes I took for the data analytics minor were machine learning. That was the first time that I'd really been exposed to machine learning, artificial intelligence. That was neat. And then I also took a cloud computing class. And so that one, uh, I learned some SQL and how to set up like servers in the cloud and run SQL queries on that and kind of learned about cloud infrastructure. Wow. And from uh, what I can tell, I think you, you said that you're doing a master's right now, right? Like the, the full-on master's program. Yeah, I'm doing a master's in analytics through Georgia Tech. And so I really got into that because I enjoyed patient care and had gotten feedback on rotations that I was good at communicating with patients, but I really felt like that there was something that I was maybe even more skilled at that I could do to make 
a bigger impact with patients. And that was really getting into the programming in informatics, data science, data analytics. And so as I progressed through pharmacy school, my career goal really shifted to or wanting to be a health data scientist. And so the degree, this online master's degree, was a way that I had identified that I could um, pursue a career as a health data scientist. And so this program I'm doing through Georgia Tech, it's all online. Uh, it's very affordable, especially compared to pharmacy school tuition. Um, so that was definitely a plus. And then it's it's definitely helped me in my communications with our developers at My Diabetes Home and just some companies we work at externally. I'm more comfortable with some of the like terminology that they use. That's definitely helped me in, in that position. <clears throat> and then it was also a factor in actually getting a new opportunity that I'm starting this week working on a data science team at a local health system. So really, health data scientists had been uh, my career goal, and now I'm actively you know, working towards that. Wow, that's really cool. And uh, just to back up a little bit too, you know, some of the questions that students or other pharmacists usually ask me is, how did you get into that role? Like, how did you get into that role where you are today? So for you, being a pharmacist at My Diabetes Home, it's a unique opportunity, like you said. So I was wondering, how did you kind of like frame yourself to be in a position where that became an opportunity that you could take on? Yeah, great question. So my advice would be to not let failure stop you to make something productive out of it. So while I was in pharmacy school, I had to retake a class which pushed my graduation out a year. And so without that happening, it wouldn't have let me get my data analytics minor. Um, I would have been a few classes short had I not to wait another year. So I took the opportunity to pursue that data anal- analytics minor and take those extra classes that I needed. And then I also didn't get a residency when I had applied last year. And so that led me to my master's program and my future in health data science. So really those failures, while they they sucked it when they happened, I was able to be make them productive and be chasing my career goal as a health data scientist. And so another piece of advice I would give is to try out programming to see if you like it. I'm personally a fan of a a website called Data Camp, and we can include that in the show notes. It's a great platform if you're interested in being like a data scientist or a data analyst. They have a lot of courses on Python, R, and SQL, which are three of the main programming languages that you'd use. Um, I would also say try seeking out others who are doing what you want to do. And so your professors while you're in school, I would encourage any students to ask them if they know any people that are doing informatics. From my experience, they were happy to connect me with whoever they knew in the field. And then even going on LinkedIn, and I was even one time searching just in the LinkedIn search bar, PharmD and Google. And there was a pharmacist who worked at Google. So you can find people super easily on platforms like LinkedIn and connect with them to get a better idea of what they do day in and day out. And then I think it's important to also remember that you went to pharmacy school, but you learned a lot of skills that are also applicable to other fields. So critical thinking is an important part of being a pharmacist, but also an important part of programming and working in technology. And then <clears throat> I would also say the the pharmacist Slack, 
where we actually met. Um, that's a great opportunity. We have an informatics channel and an in- innovation channel that get a lot of ideas um, going in. Pharmacists and students can feel free to ask questions of all of us in the group, and everyone's been happy to answer any questions that come up. Awesome. Yeah, thank you for that advice, and thank you for mentioning uh, both DataCamp and Pharmacist Slack. So for listeners who want to join the Pharmacist Slack group, it's pharmacistconnect.com, which is P-H-A-R-M-A-C-I-S-T-S-C-O-N-N-E-C-T.com. Yeah, what's really cool about that, like like you mentioned too, is that uh, everybody there is very positive. The entire like group is just very positive and very like welcoming and great networking opportunity and a great place to, you know, learn from other people as well. Definitely. I'll also put the data camp information into the show notes as well, like like you said. And uh, I wanted to ask you one more thing is that if people wanted to reach out to you for further questions, uh, what's the best way that they can reach you? Uh, They can definitely get a hold of me via email and I can give you that to put in the show notes also or connect with me on LinkedIn. And that's also a great way to connect. Awesome. So I'll be putting that into our show notes, your contact info into our show notes for people who are interested in reaching out. And to be respectful of your time, I'd like to thank you again for taking some time out of your busy day to be on the show. Thanks for having me, Tony. Yeah, of course. All right. If you guys like this episode, you can subscribe and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any of your other favorite podcasting services. You can also follow us on social media on Twitter or Facebook at PharmacyITME or our Instagram at Pharmacy Informatics. And you can also send me an email at Tony at PharmacyITME.com. Thank you again for listening. I'll see you on the next episode of Pharmacy ITME. And remember, technology is a tool. Patient care is the goal. (laughs) 